Chapter 44 Rocks need no protection from the rain. I wish I were a rock. Isaiah From the window, I slide down the drain pipe, dash across the yard, crash into the woods. I keep running until I find a snug nook in the roots of a towering tree where I curl up into a ball. And then I let myself do something I've been holding back from doing ever since I lost my original mischief. I cry. I let the tears empty out of all the pain and loneliness I've been keeping bottled up inside. Have you ever lost your whole family all in one fell swoop? I certainly hope not. If you had, you would know how much it hurts and why I just need to hug myself and cry. Ah, poor Abe, poor Winnie, poor Benji, Hezekiah, Maria, Rodolfo, and Zeke, I sob. I got out, but you're still trapped in the horrible place, being tortured in the lab. I said the L word. I said it out loud. It makes my limbs shiver and my tail shake. Oh, the nightmares I could tell you about what goes on in the lab. What they do to us mice should be illegal. Perhaps it is illegal, but the long coats at the lab don't care. They do it anyway. Uh-oh, I hear noises, rustling in the underbrush. That can't be good. It might be Lucifer seeking revenge. Worse, it might be Mr. Brophy come to take me back to the lab where he works as a mop man and keykeeper. I curl up tighter, close my eyes. I've never felt more lost or alone. Isaiah, are you okay? I open one eye. It's Gabriel, Gwendol, Gilligan, and Godfrey are with him. A new voice calls, Isaiah, where are you? It's Haley. In a flash, the other mice scurry under leaf piles to hide. Gabriel helps Gwendol crouch behind a pine cone. It's okay, you guys, said Michaela, climbing out of Haley's hoodie to stand on her shoulder. This human is different. The other mice are shocked into a momentary silence. Wow, says Gabriel finally. Her fur is white as snow, the good kind of snow, before the dogs get to it. Isn't she beautiful, says Michaela. She's as nice as she is pretty. Stunning, says Gwendol. Her eyes are amazing. They blaze with icy fire. Haley, of course, can't hear all the mouse chatter. She kneels down in the dirt to talk to me. I notice that she brought along her laptop. Are you okay, she asks. I nod to let her know that physically I'm fine. A tear trickles down my cheek. I must confess I am quite touched that all these creatures genuinely care about me. They'd risk the danger of the yard at night to rescue me. Maybe I'm not as alone in the world as I thought. I did some quick research, says Haley. She opens up her computer, shows me the screen. Is this where you used to live, Isaiah? It's where Mr. Brophy works, Haley continues, and it's not very far from here. I look into her crystal blue eyes. I look, in, I, I look at my friends. I look at Michaela. It's time. I take a deep breath, and then I tell my story. Chapter 45 when writing the story of your life, don't let anyone else dance on the keyboard. Isaiah. I step up off the laptop so I can tell my tale to everybody, Haley included. While I type, I also recite what I'm writing. Yes, the Lamina Research Lab was the only home I'd ever known until Michaela so graciously invited me into the Brophy mischief. We love having you with us, Isaiah, says Gabriel. None of us have ever eaten so well, says Gwendol. Or scared off Lucifer the Devil Cat, says Michaela. Thank you. I have enjoyed my time with you all. You too, Haley. Especially when I compare my new life to my old at the lab, the horrible place. They conducted countless experiments on me and my family. They did this to us because they could. They were big. We were small. In the human world, might makes right. The strong oppress the weak. Same thing's true in middle school, says Haley. But some of us try to be different. You, Haley, are the most remarkably different human I have ever met. If only there were more like you. Maybe there are, and we just haven't met them yet, says Haley. We can hope.
Anyway, at the lab, they made me be very, very different. I think they gave me a bigger brain, superior intelligence. I suspect that is why I can read and learn big words and do all the other things I can do. They also made me blue so I'd be easy to identify. Same with my brothers and sisters. They gave us all very distinctive colors because they could. They never asked our permission for anything they wanted us to do. They just did it because they could. How long did this go on, says, asks Haley. My whole life. Finally, one day, we decided enough was enough. My big brother Benji, who is ten times braver than I could ever be, came up with an escape plan. You see, Mr. Brophy likes to prop open the rear door when he mops. The breeze dries the floor so he doesn't have to. Mr. Brophy is extremely lazy. Benji said we could make a run for it the next time Mr. Brophy mopped the floor. Were you in cages, asked Haley? Yes, but not the kind with bars. Our jail cells were containers... Sorry, we're more like plastic boxes, very similar to the sealed containers the Brophies use for storing leftovers in the refrigerator. Those are easy enough to chew through, says Gabriel, if you have time. Exactly. Exactly what? asked Haley, who couldn't hear Gabriel's question. We could chew through the plastic walls of our prison cells, Benji said. First thing in the morning, we should all nibble a hole in the floor and then cover it up with cedar shavings. And since the long coats had made us all so very special... You have very sharp teeth, says Haley. I nod, like razors. What would take an ordinary mouse several days, we could chew through in an hour. We did it on the morning of the jailbreak. So Mr. Brophy propped open the back door. You guys chewed holes in your plastic cages, and you hightailed it out of there? Yes, we ran out the back door. We scattered in 97 different directions so the long coats couldn't catch us all. I hid in a sewer drain and tightrope my way on a power line over an alley strewn with rusty barrels that smelled like rotten eggs. That is so awesome, says Haley. You guys did it. You escaped. I shake my head. No, I am the only one who made it this far. The others were all captured and taken back to the lab, where I'm sure they are now kept in steel cages, the kind with bars you can't nibble through. They are prisoners. I am the only one who is free. Gabriel and Gwendol drop their heads and say a silent prayer for my lost family. Michaela sings a haunting dirge, the sort of sad song you might hear at a funeral. She repeats the same refrain. Dear Mouse God, may our brothers and sisters find freedom. May they find peace. May they one day be released. As Michaela sings, I realize something. My brothers and sisters aren't able to find freedom. They can't find peace, and they'll never be released by anyone who works for Lamina Research Lab. No. If I want Michaela's words, beautiful words, to come true, there's only one way to make it happen. And just like that, it hits me. I know what I have to do. I know how to rescue my family.